up, what's up, what's up? We are back with another episode of Small Talk. Of course, I'm not by myself. I got my homie with me, Dr. T. What's up, Dr. T? Hello, hello. It's wonderful to be back for another episode of Small Talk Real Issues. Yes, it's been a hot minute, but we're going to jump right into it and talk about some things that's been happening in the media. So the first thing we're going to talk about is T.I. So about a week ago, T.I. was on a podcast. I don't know which podcast it was, but he was on a podcast where he disclosed that he goes with his daughter, Deja, to her gynecologist appointments to make sure that her hymen is still intact and that she's still a virgin. He also said that when the results come, it's the doctor, Deja, and himself at the appointment. And the doctor has to get Deja's consent, of course, to say the results in front of her father. So T.I. said what he does is he turns to Deja and he asks, is there anything that she wants to disclose to him before the results come out? And then he tells the doctor that he needs the results expeditiously. <laughs> So, Dr. T, what are your thoughts on T.I. disclosing this type of case-sensitive information to the world? Me, personally, I want to know, do you check your son's booty holes to make sure that their booty hole is still intact and that nobody has broken their seal? Are you checking Zanique? Tiny's daughter, who he claims as a daughter, are you going to check and make sure her hymen is still intact? What's your thoughts on that? I think they know her hymen is no longer intact, so she's probably not including. My thing is, um, do you allow allow Tiny to make sure that you have not, you know, broken any hymens yourself mm. later? Okay. Another, another thing is. And if she did have something to reveal to you, then what? Right. What, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Your child is going to, you're supposed to raise up your child in the way they should go. Right. And either they will or they won't. If your if your daughter's a little dot, your daughter's a little dot. Yeah, and that's just good. smart. They'll find a way around that hype. That's true. But at, at this point, she is a grown woman. She's 18 years old. And she has just, he has just, you know, destroyed and belittled this girl publicly in a way that he can never, you know, get back. And I'm, but maybe it's a good thing because I'm pretty sure that this will be her last hymen appointment with this man. Right. He said that she's been, they have been doing this since she turned 16. And after every birthday party that they celebrate, the next day he wakes up and he's like, all right, it's time to go get the hymen checked or it's time to go to the gynecologist. I just feel like this is disrespectful. It's controlling. It's so many flaws in that parenting style. I don't even know what that's called. I mean, it's embarrassing. I feel like being a virgin is something that's sacred. And it's something that's personal that's between you and your family or yourself. So yes. for him to disclose that, we all know how dudes are, Dr. T. It's a challenge for dudes to even get 
have sex with a lot of women. So, one, you T.I.'s daughter. You already got a target on your back because of that. And then your dad discloses that your hymen is still intact and you're you're a virgin. So then you got dudes trying to hit just because of that. Just so they can break her hymen. It's saying, like, you have opened up a can of worms for your daughter by just wanting to be relevant and having something to say. Because now she can't even be a virgin in peace. She has porn websites contacting her, offering her millions of dollars to lose her virginity on film. Wow. I bet you that's a backlash that you didn't expect was coming for you. Right. It's like when he said that, what were you thinking? What was the point of saying it? Did you say it for likes? Did you say it to get views? Because all he did was, like you said, bring unwanted attention to his daughter, embarrassed her in front of the world, and put everybody in her business. And just you piggybacking off his sons. Like, are you making sure that they're not, you know, breaking any of anybody's daughter's hymens? I bet okay. you're not. Right. We know how that goes. Of course not. Because I want to say on his episode of Family Hustle on VH1, one of his sons that came up, and it wasn't a big issue. It was like it was cute. It was looked at as being cute. But when it comes to his daughter, you want to disclose to the world of your parenting style of taking her to the gynecologist. And like you mentioned to me outside of us recording this, you know, recording this, that you said that, um, dang, I just had a blank. If you do, I think, I think I know what you're talking about. Like if, if as a parent, this is something you do, that's your business. That's fine. Nobody can judge you on your parenting style, but for you to break the trust of right. your child and That's your family you and what you guys have going on in your own circle it's just, it's really demeaning and nasty and gross to me it is, that's exactly what we talked about it is demeaning and it's gross and what type of father I, why would you disclose that type of information, that's case sensitive information between you yes. and your daughter and I'm sure she hasn't wanted him to come anyway because Exactly. Now they're saying on Instagram she unfollowed Tiny and Ti because Tiny's also in agreement with this, mm-hmm. and she's been liking tweets from of people calling her dad controlling and liking tweets of people saying they support her. So apparently this is an issue within the family that he decided to bring outside of their circle and expose it to the world as if he he's a super dad. Well, you can't even stop right. cheating on your wife. You did hear me? And you, y'all the same fools <laughs> that was in the midst of your own little scandal at the end of your show. Right. And y'all didn't want to talk about it at all. No, you're right. They didn't. But they'll talk about their daughter's hymen. I have a question, though, for you. So say, I mean, this is just hypothetical. So say you're T.I.'s baby mama, because you know he has several. He's broken several hymens and impregnated several black women and made several black women single mothers, but that's another story. Okay. (laughs) Hypothetically, you're T.I.'s baby mama, you're Deja's mother. You 
read this, you hear about this in the media, or you at work and somebody comes to you, blase, blase, this, 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 what happened? What do you, what do you say? How do you feel? How do you talk to your daughter about it? Well, to be quite honest with you, I don't feel like Deja's mother was in the blue, the, the blind about this. Mm, right. You know what I mean? I feel like, because I feel like even if T.I. and Tiny did it behind the mother's back, I feel like Deja at least spoke to her about it. Right, know? right. She so is I old enough. Like, that may be, you know, that may be something you guys feel is right within your family, as I was saying. But, of course, the baby mama doesn't have the spotlight on her to, you know, go and just reveal that kind of confidential information about her own daughter. And for him to do it just because he's T.I., just to have something to say on a podcast, there wasn't anything more positive for you to speak about. I would be upset as the baby mother, though, that he publicly, you know, embarrassed my child, made my child feel bad. Definitely embarrassing and controlling. Definitely. But I feel like he's a very controlling man. Oh, he's very controlling. I remember, not to veer off the subject, I just remember when he didn't want Tiny to go on tour on their show, uh, Family Hustle. He didn't even want her to go on tour because he felt like she needed to be at home. Exactly. But you know what? That's, That's just something that you cannot control. So, he can fight it all he wants to. He can do what he wants. But Deja's a grown woman now. So, good luck. Good luck to all the attention you have brought her way. All the men and predators you have brought her way. Because Facts. And we can end on that one. Moving on to the next subject. So, I want to ask you, have you tried this Popeye's chicken sandwich? Now, let me tell you this. Let me tell you. Let me tell you, A-Rob. I had the chicken sandwich well before it ever blew up on social media. And when was this? We need dates. Because it, it just came, became a trending topic months ago. But I've heard it came out several it, months ago prior to that. It came out that. several months prior. I don't want to take too much time, but let me look real quick. I'm going to go to a picture because actually the person who first told me about the chicken sandwich mm-hmm. was this girl who happened to do my hair. Okay. So let me look at this date. July 28th, around that time. Oh, wow. That's that's a minute. Yes, July 28th, that is about, so the end of July, I would say, I had the Popeye's chicken sandwich. Okay, and it wasn't, okay. it wasn't trending, you didn't have to wait in a three-hour line, there wasn't a no, lot of no. people. Nobody was talking about it, it was delicious, mm-hmm. and guess what, I didn't get on the internet and tweet about it, I just <laughs> ate the sandwich. Now, I did tell some people that I knew, like, well, right. have you tried Popeye's chicken sandwich? <laughs> it's, pretty, it's pretty good. Right. But I never gave Popeye's all this free advertisement on the internet. That's number one. Right. Number two is Popeye's, the only advertisement I saw for this chicken sandwich from Popeye's was a flyer that I happened to see on social media. Okay. Okay. Now, this was back in July when I saw this flyer. Mm -hmm. The flyer 
itself didn't make me just, it just let me know. But it didn't make me say, oh, I have to go have this chicken sandwich. But like right. I said, the girl who did my hair, she told me, have I tried Popeye's chicken sandwich? It was very delicious. And I did try it, and I agree. Now, once it went viral, I couldn't even eat another chicken sandwich if I wanted to. That's crazy. <laughs> I couldn't. And these people, ne- like I said, never you never seen that black lady that's on the Popeye's commercial speak on this chicken sandwich. Okay. <laughs> Only you always was, you know it's a black face you know, in front of a white people. corporation. <laughs> <laughs> you understand? But it was our people that literally got up and just went to war for Popeye's. Right, because I'm seeing a story where in Baltimore where a man has died because he tried to cut in line for a Popeye's chicken sandwich and he was stabbed. So I'm just confused. Like, Popeye's, what's in the sandwich? So this, okay, so let me talk about this. Let me hit this point really quickly. Okay. the incident that you're talking about, that was a recent incident. Mm -hmm. So mind you, of course, the Popeye's sandwich has sold out for a couple of months. It just hit stores again November 3rd. Okay. Now I do have I happen to exchange words with the Popeyes manager online. (laughs) (laughs) And because I was actually doing somebody's hair and their mother brought a Popeyes chicken sandwich. This was recently. Okay. This was Was it the second the second batch when they just brought it back. It was actually November third. That's Sunday. Okay. Um, I was doing someone's hair. Their mother brought some chicken sandwiches. I had a piece of a chicken sandwich. And I was telling one of my friends, because we both had it back prior. My other friend, she probably had it. She had it probably weeks before I had it in July. She had already had the sandwich. So we both tried the sandwich. And we was like, this does not taste the same. Mm. It's not even that good anymore. It's not even, and it, it looked much smaller. So the Popeyes manager that I was talking to, they were letting me know, like, we have the same vendor, but the sandwich is not the same anymore. Wow. The sandwich is much smaller now. And also, when we first had the sandwich, the first thing my friend said was, "This is gonna be a really good sandwich, as long as they keep making it this fresh." Because the sandwich was super hot, super fresh. You can tell it had not sat under any heating lamps. Right. But now you you, you know they have to sit them under heating lamps when they're selling 991 sandwiches <laughs> the day that Popeye's restocks on the sandwich. Wow. That's one store. One store, the manager told me the first day of opening, they sold 991 chicken sandwiches. This is one Popeye's. They are not fresh anymore. There's not. It's not even the same chicken sandwich, and people are still going crazy. Popeyes made their billions of dollars off of you all. Came back with a Popeyes chicken sandwich remix, and they didn't even. even They didn't even have to advertise it. (laughs) People did it for them, for free. Or the people were black people too. (laughs) Let's just say that. Of all the things, it's like we have so much clout and we have so much influence. Right. But all 
all we want to do, I hate to say it, but all we want to do is rep for the white men. We want to rep for Louis Vuitton. Yep. We want to rep for Think Gucci. And most of it be fake. Yeah, and we just a bunch of sheep. We it just really a bunch dark. of sheep. We see something and everybody flocking to it. The whole community about to flock. And they already know that they make the most money off the black dollar. They do. And I just saw a picture of a Popeyes that's now bulletproof. <laughs> First of all, Popeyes might as well discontinue this sandwich forever because the stories and the headlines is getting crazy. So but you, what did you hear? But you know what, Dr. T, before we go into that, <laughs> the next thing we're going to see is a commercial. If you had a Popeye's chicken sandwich in the last two months, and your tongue has swollen, your eyes are bleeding, <laughs> you've lost three toes, your throat is closed, you might be due for compensation. <laughs> if you, Go now. <laughs> if you've lost a loved one who ate a Popeye's chicken sandwich, it's like we see something and we just run to it, but I'm not going to sit up here and say that initially when I see things that Inside, I don't want to jump and try it like, ooh, you know, or, oh, let me go over here. But then it's like, I have to take a step back and be like, and, and just like, wait a minute. I'm not about to go stand in no four-hour line. Popeye's was just okay before this chicken sandwich. I'm not about to go break my neck or nobody else's neck for no chicken sandwich. That's ridiculous. If I got to die to get a chicken sandwich, <laughs> I'm going to just stay at home. Huh? Can make your own chicken sandwich. Make your own chicken sandwich. We cook much better than the restaurants anyway. So just it's just ridiculous. But I want I'm I'm interested in the crazy some of the crazy stories you've heard about these Popeye sandwiches and what's happening to to people behind going to get a chicken sandwich. Right. So okay, aside from the guy being stabbed and killed to death. Oh are stabbed and killed, there was Two incidents, but I only saw one video. So it was a white lady who went to a Popeye's. I don't know why she started shouting derogatory language to the to the um, employee that was taking her order. I don't. Maybe they told her they were out of chicken sandwiches. I'm not sure. <laughs> but she called him a nigga, and in the video, you can hear her calling him a nigga. And then he gets upset, as any of us would. And uh-huh. he says, oh, I'm going to show you a nigga. So he followed the woman outside because you know they talk and then flee. So she caught him a nigga, and then she fled the scene. She fled the scene. He caught up to her, and then he body slammed her. And so now she's suing the employee. And I read that the lawyer said that even though what she said was awful it didn't deserve that type of physical harm and i'm just thinking at some point these people you have to know that that what you what you got away with a hundred years ago it's not gonna fly anymore in 2019 you calling people niggas over a chicken sandwich you know i i I feel sorry for this young man i really wish it was a gofundme for 
like they do when you know they sh- these white people shoot us. They get GoFundMe's and they come together. Fundraisers, yes. I wish there was a GoFundMe account for this young man. And you know what? I really wish that she wasn't pressing charges, but that's what cowards do. That's, that's what, what they do. That's what I said. She said nigga and then fled and ran. But I feel like it was worth it because your Popeye's job wasn't paying you enough to take no abuse from no white woman. Right, and speaking of abuse, before we uh, close it, I were I was seeing interviews from the employees at Popeyes and how frustrating it is to deal with the public because everybody wants this chicken sandwich, and even though this is how this is how crazy it is to me, Doctor T, even though the chicken sandwich ran out, people were still willing to go to Popeyes just to wait in line for the chicken. That's been there before the chicken sandwich. We just want the chicken now. <laughs> it's not even good. You know, they have ran a campaign talking about BYOB. Bring your own bun. <laughs> 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 and they didn't even have the chicken sandwich area. People were showing up for them to put chicken strips between buns. <laughs> what? But Dr. T, we have reached our time for this one. You guys go follow us on Twitter at SmallTalk03. You can also hit us up on Instagram at SmallTalk.